Doorbell rings because the party's here. Cranking up the stereo like it's New Year. Walking around the house like, who's the man? Ain't nobody do it like Aaron can. Hated that, but it's done. I committed to it. Real glad there's not video for that one. Now, were you talking about Aaron yourself or Aaron, our guest? Aaron, our guest. Oh, it's double Aaron. It's a very Aaron-heavy episode. True. Not Aaron Carter. Not Aaron Carter. But is that who sings that? It is. Okay. Uh, he blocked me. Uh, he did block me. At he, some bl- point. he blocked you. I on blocked by Aaron Carter on, on Twitter. Media? On Twitter, yep. He what follow- did you do? He followed me one day. <laughs> he followed you. He followed me randomly. This was years ago, and, and then you just immediately blew it. N- no, I didn't say anything. I like remember showing my friends we were about to see a movie. I was like, "Why did Aaron Carter just follow me?" And then he tweeted six hours later, unfollowing all these b words that didn't follow me back uh, <laughs> and blocked me. He was just sitting That's there waiting insane. for you to follow him back. Yeah, and then when you didn't, he just blocks me. That's so funny. Oh, yeah. So good for him. I, rem- um, I remember at Auburn one time he came to Auburn to like do a show or something, mm-hmm. and uh, all the girls were so excited because it was like our age was like when we were the age that people loved Aaron Carter. That's when he was big, right? Um, and so one of the sororities was like, "We Aaron Carter is going to come hang out with us at our sorority house." He agreed. And I was like, oh, I wonder why he agreed to come hang out at y'all's sorority house. He didn't respond to me inviting him to our sorority <laughs> house. Uh, and then they said that he was just like super weird. Like he's, he doesn't, he's not like the same cute kid. No, he's had a tough life. He's I had think. a tough time and they were all just like, oh. I know Nick's got a restraining order, his brother. Oh. Yeah, it's very public and sad. Um, but Sorry, bring it up. Well, the offer K- is still Omega open. Omega and Auburn may also have a restraining order. <laughs> the offer is still open to Aaron Carter. If you're listening, come on the show. Let's hash it out and fight. Yeah, open invite. Mm-hmm. We that, got a seat right here. That is not the Aaron we have on the pod. We have me, Aaron, Aaron Tuning. Yeah, I know Andrew Stanley. I think we can stop saying our own names. I know you never know if someone's first time. It's on the poster. We all remember our first time. This is the voice of Andrew, and the other one is Aaron. And our guest today is a hilarious comedian, one of our good friends, one of our best friends in comedy. I'd say both of us. Sure, Aaron Weber. Aaron Weber, delightful guy, great guy. He stayed with me for a couple of nights last week because we. Uh, we're doing shows at Country Club together. Rich, very fun. Yeah, very rich. He rich was one time. of he was one of the Just for Laughs new faces in 2021. But you beat him by a year. Yep, but he's newer a newer face now. He is a newer. You're I'm an a, old. I'm face. an old face. You're an old saggy leather face. Yeah, but no, he uh, he's killing it. He's on the road doing cool shows all the time. So y'all y'all will enjoy listening to him, and then you can go follow him and follow his career that's gonna blow up any minute yep and definitely check out his web- website it is <laughs> and i don't i'm not just saying that like go support our guest it is the best uh like person's website it's like an entertainment website it's so funny yeah. it has all his dates because comedian websites no one's really there other than to see if you're coming to their city right right this is a 
you'll get helpful information, but also it'll be it'll make you laugh. It's hilarious. I'm not. We're not going to tell you what it is. We'll talk about it in the episode. But first, um, I need to go ahead and read our ads so we can pay for our lavish lifestyles. Let's get that out of the way. Country Club Light. Are you a fancy person, but your bank account isn't so fancy? I've always wanted to join a country club, but the payments are exorbitant. I'll never be accepted. It's like elementary school all over again. There was this amazing no girls allowed club in my neighborhood's treehouse, but they would never let me up the ladder because I didn't know the password. Now I know that it was boobs. But when I went back there yelling that a few years ago, it turns out a different family lives there and the password must have changed because they had me arrested. (laughs) Since then, I've joined a new type of club for folks like you and me, introducing county clubs. It's like a country club, but with a few minor changes. Instead of <laughs> instead of a golf course, we've got a big hill to slide down. You can slide on a trash can lid, an inner tube, or just roll down on your own, flailing around like in The Princess Bride. Instead of a swimming pool, we've got axe throwing. We actually invented that out here in the county. There's no need for a restaurant or dining area because we've got an Outback Steakhouse a few exits down. There are new clubs starting up in counties all over the place. If you're in a city, just drive 90 minutes in any direction, and you're sure to find one. Become a member today for just $30 a year with promo code NOWORRIES in the county. No wives allowed. Thank you to county clubs. Count, that's a, that was hard to read fast. It is tough county to and country interchange county and country. Oof. Yeah. There's landmines. Everywhere. I'll uh, send that note back to the company that, that wrote that for us. Mm-hmm. So thank goodness we don't have many repeat sponsors because i don't want to read that one again yeah well we usually only let the funniest ones repeat so <laughs> that's true i doubt that we'll see be hearing from them again it was a good idea hey i want to tell you something that happened to me recently oh please do <laughs> i feel t- like we can never even talk about this stuff because every time one of us starts to tell the other person a story we're just like save it for the podcast that's true yeah our friendship is tanked as you know i mean it's going down as the podcast goes up yeah and I think that we're both willing to not have as strong of a friendship if we can yeah, yeah. continue to make all this money from the podcast. Oh, yeah. I will sacrifice personal connections for public attention all day. Yeah. Um, all right. So what happened? There's a guy named Daniel Bass. He's wonderful. Uh, we have had a email relationship for like a year and a half. He works at a company um, I used to work with. And so like once a month for invoice reasons, we'd talk, you know, heard he's great. So uh, ran into him officially. Uh, at a bar several a couple weeks ago, and we hit it off. He's the greatest. Love that guy. Um, I've heard he was wonderful. So I was like, hey, let's get your number. Let's be friends. You know, all about making friends. Yeah, it's a good time. Um, so you're like, I have an opening. I just lost my friend because we started a podcast together. Mm-hmm. So um, <laughs> I filled a void with his. Yep, vacancy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I I typed in his name for some reason. Daniel, and it popped up Daniel Bass. And I was like, oh, Siri must have put it in because we email so much. Yeah. Um, so being an idiot, I texted him my name. So he had my number and probably 80 exclamation points. Like I held it down for a stupid amount of time just to be dumb. Yep. So fast forward 30 minutes, still talking to Daniel. We're having a blast. He's wonderful. And Oh, you're still with him as you texted yeah, him? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. That's how serious we were about being bros. Yeah. And... While I'm talking to him, my phone buzzes, and I look at it, and I get a text from Daniel Bass mm-hmm. that says, dot, 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 I know, question mark. And I was like, what is going on? He's like, I have no idea. And then I was like, oh, 
I met a different Daniel Bass years ago. Mm. So I just texted a guy that I know my name in a thousand exclamation at midnight points. <laughs> with at, so at midnight. many exclamation <laughs> points. And he just thought I was like, hey, I just want to remind you that I'm around. Yeah. This, still here. This is me. Is that that's so psychotic? And I I saw it and I got I started sweating. I was like, I don't want to deal with this right now. So I texted him the next day and he thought it was funny. That's amazing. But at first he was like, I thought you were just it's so in need of attention that you were just going through your contact list, being like, We haven't talked in a couple of years, but remember me. That's what they used to do in, in battles. They used to uh all the I used to, I read a lot of historical fiction and like when like Scotland and I don't learn a lot, so this is gonna be a really tough description. But when like England and France and like Scotland were all fighting all the lords, when they were charging into battle, they would yell their own names so that they would know who's about to kill them. So that guy might have thought you were about to kill him. Totally. If he reads a bunch of Bernard Did that happen? Cornwall books. That used to happen? Yeah, the people would yell their own names as they charged into battle. Huh. They'd be like, Douglas. Because <laughs> you don't want to, here's the thing about when you're charging into battle. You don't want to be having to think about what to say, but you also want to be yelling to strike fear into the heart of your enemies. Yeah, it's true. So it's just easiest thing to remember is your own name. So you just yell it, and they're just like, "Ah!" Oh, I thought. I mean, I would Douglas just go with like coming a, to get me a guttural, ah, you just know, no words, just <gasps> like There's, a barbarian. I'm well, sure that's, that's probably very... what the barbarians did, where they're like, "This guy's not gonna be able to kill us. He's clearly constipated." Yeah, it sounded very constipated. Yeah. So uh, Daniel Bass, this is both of you. Uh, hope you're doing great. Open invite. Come on the podcast. We'll find out one who of, the best one, one of is. you sounds awesome. The other one sounds pretty forgettable. <laughs> There's different, just different times. You different know? times of your life. Different times. Yeah. What about you? How are uh, how shows been going? Shows are good. Just got back in town. I was in. Um, <laughs> I never can remember. I just got back from Modesto, California, and before that, I was in Murray, Kentucky. Whoa. Yeah, it went from 13 degrees to about 60 degrees, and um, it was fun. I, uh, if any any comedians might be listening to this, know this happens to us a lot. After shows, people love to come up and be like, "I got a joke for you." Oh yeah. And it's almost always like a very old man that's about to tell you like a racist joke he read on the internet. And I just have to be like, oh yeah, maybe I'll, maybe I'll work that one in sometime. But the, uh, I was at this show in California and I was like leaving. I was like walking out the door with my bags and a guy runs up and stops me. He's like, hey, hold on. I got to tell you something. I was like, okay. And he's like, I got a joke for you. I got something that you can use. And I think, I, I don't know if this guy was the janitor of the church or if he was just doing some of that and maybe he's a pastor or something. But he goes, I'm telling you, I, outside this bathroom, every time it breaks down, I put out a sign that says, out of order, do not enter. I put up the slippery sign just to uh, emphasize it. And then I, you know, turn off all the lights. And every single time, people still go in there and use the bathroom. And I think you should use that. Oh, that's it. And I was like, you want me to pretend I'm a janitor? <laughs> <laughs> so you guys keep an eye out for my new material about people using closed bathrooms. I love how... But it's so funny when people like just like, this would fit right in. I right. love how people's brands work. Like, we just heard you do an hour and five minutes of material, but we think this would actually fit right in. <laughs> that's wonderful. Did you, what'd you tell, what'd you say? I always just say, oh, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, or like, I don't know. I mean, I I pretty much am like, usually someone else around them is like, stop telling him jokes. Right, like, right. Somebody else usually like, and I honestly, at this point, it's entertaining to me. But like, how, 
because they're so confident to go up to somebody and be like, I think I thought of something that would be good enough. Yeah, you got to have brain worms a little bit. Yeah. Just to not have that self-aware. But this guy didn't, this guy seemed normal and maybe he right. was normal and it was funny to think about people just like taking the signs down and he goes and they always, they always move the stuff out of the way and then when they leave, they put it back. Like they cover their trails. Yeah. I mean, we've all been there. Yeah. But I, also, I, I, I haven't like, you know, done that with some, but I mean, do you, sometimes, sometimes if something's not working, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Your body's still working. You sometimes know what I mean? you're like, well, this is a broken bathroom is better than a non bathroom. Right. Right. Is there a container yeah. in there that is not in this lobby? Broken or not? Yeah, I can at least shut um, the lid on something. <laughs> exactly. You know what? Maybe this is great material. We're finding. We're we finding are. It. Shoot. Apologies. That's actually probably gonna try that tonight. Yeah, it's like Larry the Cable Guy, but just and Andrew the the janitor boy. The janitor. That's guy. your new character. Yeah, I think it's pretty uh, degrading to janitors. You think cable guys were ever like? They love him. Jim Carrey. Oh, oh I was thinking of Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> Both. Did, does Larry's stuff ever touch cable? That's, there, that's a weird character. Are there cable guys anymore? And redneck cable guy? That feels like not a... Yeah, but people don't use cable. Right. I don't know. There's not even cable guy. The only cable guy left is Larry the Cable Guy. Did streaming kill Larry the Cable Guy's career? Cable we guys have no, can't be doing we great. We cut cable, so we're cutting you, Larry. Yeah. I haven't seen his act in a while, but I wonder if he's been addressing that. But Larry the Cable Guy and Aaron Carter are hanging out <laughs> at a Sonic <laughs> drive-thru. What right happened now. to us? No. They have so much in common. You got to get blocked by Larry. That's your goal. That's your homework. All right, cool. I will work on that. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. Um, You have big news. You are about to cut the cable on your career. And <laughs> that you're... Yeah, I'm just fading out <laughs> till I die. <laughs> you're leaving your stable. You've been working... Um, four people for the last few years and you're about to go back to full freelance Aaron yeah I really uh timed it right I got I worked with a couple agencies through all of COVID I got a job right before COVID yeah when the world shut down had a salary for a couple years uh worked with yeah a couple great agencies great people um but I'm officially doing my own thing starting in a couple days February first. Yeah. When this comes out, it'll be your second to last day. Yeah, part of that is you know podcast. We're gonna do video, getting this bad boy up and running. Um, and yeah, then, I asked Aaron to quit his job so we could get video for our podcast. Yeah, obviously with all of the real ads, every episode we're crushing it. As you know, I mean county clubs alone. County clubs. I mean they just paid for this table basically, and uh, yeah, just we'll be helping brands with content. You know. Which sound that sounds like a fake job, but it's real. It's a very real job. It's very real. It's uh, it's fun, and yeah, we'll see how it goes. And Aaron is very good at it. From pretty much anything on the marketing video side, his mind just works in that. And you have a new website, right? I do. I, re- I redid my website last couple. Is it because we made fun of it a few episodes ago? Did we make fun of it? Yeah, I pulled it up, and you said you would. You were very embarrassed about it. I I I blocked that out. Um, I, re- I saw your new one. What does it say? Uh, producer, video guy, absolute unit. Yeah, director, creator, absolute unit. <laughs> absolute unit. <laughs> I, d- I didn't want to say comedian because that felt wrong, so I had to do something a little goofy, you know? You don't th- you say you don't say comedian because you don't do that much stand-up? Yeah, because everyone just... I'll say, like, comedic writer-director yeah, feels better. You create a lot of comedy, just not... I do. ...very much stand-up. Yeah, I'll, I'll say that in conversations, but... Under your name, it just felt weird to say comedian. Yeah. Comedy. And then people are like, want to come perform at this thing? And you're like, well, now I'll make a video for it. Yeah. How about that? So, yeah, check that out. Aaron, Hire Aaron, maybe. Aaron.productions. 
if you just want to check it out and see what I've actually done. Because I get that question every day. What do you actually do? Mm-hmm. You know, people just see me yelling at my phone or putting out this dumb, dumb podcast. Yeah. They don't know what I actually do for work. So it takes it's all up. online. It's all online. Check it out. Okay, enough about us. Uh, get ready to listen to us talk more for an hour. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> enough of us. How about us plus one other guy? One other straight white dude, all right? Uh, with my same name. I'm just trying to get people that are so much like me uh-huh. You guys the both show. have beards? Both have beards. Both endlessly hilarious. Yep. You're going to love them. Please enjoy this conversation with Aaron Weber. Aaron Weber, welcome to No Worries If Not. We're jumping right in. Yeah, baby. What's going on, guys? Thank y'all for having me. Double errands, four A's. It can be very confusing. I'm just going to look right in the middle of you guys when I address you. Good Is there start. another Aaron in your life? There's a bunch. There's a bunch of female errands. Oh, like, that's went, a different. That's I went on a date with a Aaron a couple weeks ago. Was that odd? <laughs> Did you really? I mean, she was cool, but she would have had to overcome that, which is kind of impossible. Do so. you think you had to overcome more or she had to overcome more? I don't um, know if it would bother me that much, but I, but I can't imagine her getting over that. I mean, even like our waiter, I guess, was cool, and we told him our names, and it was a whole conversation. Was, I don't want to have this conversation every day, you know? This isn't fun. It would become every- a routine you had to just get used to doing every time you met someone new. Yeah, I mean, we could have figured out some fun jokes to throw in there, uh-huh. you know? I feel yeah. like you got to be kind of relieved when it doesn't work out. You're like, oh, it's a lot of work I'm not going to have to do. It sucks that Key and Peele ruined our life. Oh, yeah. With A.A. Ron. It came out. When did that come out? For me, it was college, which was maybe the worst time for that to, mm-hmm. to come out. Yep. Yeah, so I guess I was... You're what, 30? 30. Yeah, so it was right out of college probably for me. But Air, girl errands don't have to deal with that. No. They have the same name without the trauma. They've it's had not it. okay. It's been so easy for them. Yeah. You know? I wish I was a woman. So many advantages. I was A.A. Ron in college, and, I, and most of my classes were in uh, O'Shaughnessy Hall. Which is Oshag Hennessy Hall. That's not real. 100% at Notre Dame. <laughs> O'Shaughnessy. We called it Oshag. But it was it was A.A. Ron at Oshag Hennessy. And you're like, my God, that dude, is I brutal. can't get away from this. It was like he just followed you around for a day and wrote the sketch. 100%. It was just all things of my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, A.A. Ron. What year was that that those came out? Two, probably 2011. Oh, yeah. Based yeah. on nothing. Yeah, I definitely, I didn't know either of you then, but I was definitely anybody I met named Aaron. I would, I was the guy that was like, oh, like a Aaron. Mm-hmm. Of course. It seems like such a I don't fun, care if people say bit. it. It's when they assume you haven't seen the video. I know. Have like, you you got to see this sketch. Are you, yeah. you kidding me? It's you ever seen that, uh, that, uh, that, uh, that, uh, that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're like, yeah, yeah I know. I, I have. I already yeah, know yeah. what you mean somehow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, your name's Aaron? <laughs> Yeah, this is good. We're having a back-to-back guests from the tour that we always allude to and tell stories from. Yeah, the human I wasn't tour. really. I just had little glimpses into it. Yep. Um, anything you want to add to? Were you you were on it the night of the rap party? We <laughs> keep bringing this back. Oh yeah, where a unnamed tour member threw up and peed everywhere. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> what was... oh, I had forgotten about all of that. <laughs> I actually on my old phone, I had that that night pretty well documented. Yeah, pictures. Of his and and he had the best line. You're talking about the he's a crew guy. He got black. Yep, yep, yep. And, yeah, Mike Goodwin. I think. I think <laughs> <laughs> it was not him. No, 
But I remember I showed I showed these pictures to him the next day. I was like, this is what you were doing. And he was like, oh, man. Oh, I wish I was there. <laughs> He's like, well, I wish I could have been there, man. Either Michael or you, Aaron, were telling us that he, like, earlier in the night before he left, he was going around shaking people's hands saying, great to see you tonight. And they're like, oh, are you leaving? He goes, no, but, like, I'm having my whatever the drink, so I just won't remember anything after this. Right, yeah, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Like, yeah, go ahead and like, say this goodbye is the, to everybody. This is the drink that sends me over the edge. <laughs> right. He knew. Wow, I feel like I was there now. I've mm-hmm. heard multiple You've people tell me the story. about the stuff I stepped in, the smells I smelled. Oh, I forgot you were the one who stumbled upon the aftermath. Yeah. <laughs> in your sandals, right? In my sandals, yeah, and it was wet, so I put my feet in my shoes, which were puddles. It was one of the worst things in the world. It sounds like a memoir. I know our listeners love that we just keep talking stumbling about Stumbling through over. the aftermath. But it's so funny how mild that is compared to what must happen on these tour buses yes. regularly. Because you talk to the bus driver who's toured with bands and whatever, and he's like, dude, this doesn't even scratch the surface. No, we asked because it was Toby Keith's old bus that we were on. <laughs> and he's like, dude, you don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, so they yeah. take a black light. In here, uh, light up like he's like a little pee on the grass. A good day, dude. <laughs> yeah. Just pee, yeah. It's not sticky. We're good. <laughs> yeah. We wipe wipe that right up. Gross. Yeah. Uh, thanks for being on the pod, Aaron. Yeah. Uh, how how's your podcasting journey going? It's been great, man. I'm on a podcast called Nate Land with Nate Bargatze and Brian Bates, and uh, it's been a blast, dude. When did when did that start? Uh, summer of 2020. All right. I got a call That's when a out. lot of podcasts started. Yeah, it was a great time to get it going. <laughs> yep. You know, I got a call out of the blue from Nate, and he was like, let's do this podcast. And I thought he was asking me to do an episode. I was like, oh, yeah, I'd love to, man. And then uh, showed up, and it's, I'm a host. <laughs> I was like, excited. You're like, what are you thinking? You're, he's just like, Mondays. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we'll do it like every Monday. Yeah. So I was like, oh, my God. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's been really, really cool, man. Y'all had not talked about it before? Oh, no. Whoa. I barely had the relationship with Nate. Like we were always cool when we saw each other, but we weren't like he's not one of my real good buddies, right, right. you know. So I was very surprised, but it's been it's been the best, man. It's very fun. Y'all have awesome guests and y'all do great video, which is one of our goals for sometime in the foreseeable future. Yep. But y'all have like a cool studio and like decorations and stuff. Yeah, it's he, a He converted a room in his house to a studio and it looks really legit, man. Yeah, you feel legit being in there, but I'm getting that here too. Don't sell yourself yeah. short. Does he have any paintings that his grandmother did? Uh, he's got some that fans did. Uh, does he? But <laughs> people much send him They're not as good as that. Yeah, pretty that's good. amazing. That's a sailboat. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah, and she passed away, so it's really valuable now. She's not making any more of those. It's a one of one. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a one. Of, and actually, there's a little bit of paint chipping, and it looks like there might be a painting behind it. Oh my god. And so I don't know if it's like a message from her. I'm too scared to chip away all the paint. Have you ever see. seen these baseball cards that are that are uh it's a card, but then you can rip it open and there might be a better card inside of it? No. And it's such a everyone they, they struggle with whether they wanna rip it because it could be a dud in the middle. You could do that. It could be a painting of like a naked clown underneath it. See that that'd yeah. be a Which home would run. be better? Holographic yeah. too. There's a lot of paintings of ships, not that many of naked clowns that I'm, you know. That's true. Holographic, is that you said? Mm-hmm. 3D, it's like a Charizard. Could be huge. Uh, what is the behind the scenes of Nate Land? Is it just how many people are in the room? When podcasts look and sound that good, I'm like, do you have like a crew? Crew? There is a crew. There's yeah. a company that that he hires to come do it. So there's the three of us, and then there's three other people in the room. Okay. Two camera operators, and then a guy doing the sound. 
Got it. And then Nate's wife is the producer, so she's kind of always hovering around in the background. And then the dog runs in and out. We have so, that. All right. So we do, we do have that. Uh, yeah. So it's pretty lively in there. All right, cool. That's that awesome. makes sense. All right, now we know we gotta get at least three more people three involved. Cool. We gotta work a little harder, Andrew. Yeah. All right, <laughs> I'm gonna. That. I'll get. I'm gonna start reaching out to some people. Yeah, and how we finance this podcast is our ads. Oh yeah, we have ads, and that's how we pay for our salaries, and our equipment, and our art budget, mm-hmm. and our wives that control the whole thing. Yeah. As soon as I get married, <laughs> Anna can be our producer. Would there love that. Yeah. This is our first. Oh, it's our second repeat sponsor which yeah. is great we like to build relationships with these companies and aaron is from nashville and this is actually a nashville-based sponsor so aaron, weber. Oh, aaron wow. weber yeah this did, is a nashville-based did you sponsor. do that for me or is this just coincidence it's actually a coincidence wow um, but we thought it'd be appropriate if you would, wouldn't mind just reading it for us i'd love to i love doing this this episode is brought to you by the hot new bar taking over broadway in downtown nashville the arkansas <laughs> the arkansas slash virginia line bar <laughs> the bar was opened by a hot new country band, Arkansas, <laughs> Arkansas Virginia Line. They're hyper conservative and also steal from the hip hop music constantly. Their hit songs include MAGA Swag. <laughs> sounds like a great song. MAGA Swagger, Johnny, Johnny Cash Money, and she got junk in the trunk. I got a buck in my truck. Now that is a good line, dude. Also, I, you can't see this, but he's wearing camo right now. I know. Uh, <laughs> this is pro. I would hang out at the Arkansas Virginia Bar. At the Arkansas Virginia Bar, you can dance, you can play pinball, and you can get drinks from our surprise celebrity bartender drop ins. Mason Ramsey, the Yodel Boy, might pour you shots of apple juice. But not too much, because Meemaw says it'll rot your teeth. And maybe Toby Keith will be there to spike your drink with cyanide. <laughs> if he finds out you didn't serve in the military, you pathetic coward. <laughs> maybe Kid Rock will be behind the bar and will tell you about January 6th wasn't all that bad. <laughs> Quick note, you're not allowed it if you're vaccinated. Sheeps are for the farms, not bars. Dude, this is right up my alley. Get a dark and stormy, then reminisce about storming the Capitol at the Arkansas Virginia Line Bar. Wow. Yeah, they're a loyal sponsor. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you to uh, the bar. Very cool. Yeah. And it's cool because those t- states don't even touch. I was about to say, <laughs> they, I, I was thinking, I, I didn't know they bordered each other. <laughs> I they, saw Mason Ramsey at a at a at a, at a Martin's Barbecue downtown once. What's that little monster doing? Oh, he was just hanging out, being the life of the party. Just rows of people trying to get pictures with him. Yeah. Which I, one is he again? He's the one who's like grandma was hitting him with a yardstick in Walmart. He's like, yodel. And then he'd yodel. Oh, the and yodel boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but really talented. Got some yeah. good songs. Your buddy's his guitarist, My right? friend Nate. Yeah. Yeah. He has a guitarist. He's he got tours a in band. Some of his singles are pretty good. Oh, yeah. He oh. was at a music festival, wasn't he? Oh, he's all over, I think man. he's all over. This all is right. a star. He is. A, how old is he? You think he's probably twelve now, twelve or something 13. like that. Gosh, he just broke his Instagram hiatus and he came back with a picture on a jet ski. Looks like he's doing great. Oh yeah, good for him. You just know he's been having a really good couple of months. He has got that yodel money he's now. Off social media, he acquired or got access to a jet ski. Yeah, that's a. He did post one. <laughs> one of those captions where it's like social media is very toxic for me for a while, but now I'm back with a renewed vision 
and he's on a jet ski. Like, good for him. He's 12. He's doing the most on it now. It's insane. Yeah. Imagine if you owned a jet ski when you were 12. Like, this is my jet ski. Or having access to somebody who owned one. That's me. Yeah. I mean, I jet skis weren't in my world. No. Yeah. Imagine the abuse that kid has taken. Mm-hmm. Even us now, which is so light, but we're just poking at this child. We're not respecting him at all. Mm-hmm. If I mean, if someone took me out of their top eight on MySpace, I'd be like, do I want to be around anymore? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Imagine all the stuff that kid has heard. That's insane. Good for him. Stop Reading it. comments of just like, so mean. Like, <laughs> so mean. Everyone's brutal. MySpace top eight. You ever seen my, my website? No, oh, your website's a, fantastic. Go to AaronWeberComedy.com. Yeah, this is a... Haven't, didn't you say that like a bunch of like people that would know were like, you need to change this? And you're just yeah, like, no. I get, I, I've got, I get such... Such mixed reviews on this website, and uh, if you, it, it's <laughs> what I did was I built a WordPress theme that looks like a 2006, 2007 era MySpace page, and the, the get shredded out of the top. Yeah, I've got fake ads all throughout it. I've got my we top don't know eight. anything about that. I've got my top eight on there. I've got. All kinds of little Easter eggs on there. Yeah, there's stuff that like goes with your act too, like subtly. Right, yeah. right. And there's I had so much fun making it. The people that get it are like, this is amazing. But 95% of people are like, what is going on? Why are you using a MySpace as your website? And I they're go, like, it's not. It's a fake one. And they're like, well, you need a real professional website. They're like, we're trying to go to your website, but it keeps taking us to this like really old page. I know. Yeah, that's what it's I like, get. No, that is it. Like, How are you still using your MySpace? Like, it's not. It's a, I built it. That is so impressive. I don't know how I haven't seen this before. I recovered my password. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm yeah, back in. Yeah. <laughs> At the very top, it has a get shredded in 21 days and the three photos where it's you looking you're not best <laughs> doing a selfie in the mirror yeah. and then it then it just shows the after photos and it's just abs <laughs> close-ups of abs that's wonderful i've got a doctors hate him he weighs he weighs <laughs> he weighs 320 him. but he looks 310 <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's good man that is that's a great clickbait the the doctors hate him cuz oh, they can't yeah. figure out his thing. right his, right. Secret. his secret he's sidestepping modern medicine he's, <laughs> he's a freak that's great I love that. uh i mean kind of speaking of you you look good hey thanks man can we talk about that sure i we'll i want to know we'll michael mentioned it he's like too he's like well, i want to know your secret Oh, Michael! Michael's losing weight too. No, he wants to know your secret, <laughs> so he can. He was saying that he saw that you're like looking like you're losing weight, and he asked you how you did it, and you thought he was making fun of you. Oh, really? I don't remember <laughs> that. I don't know. Yeah. But well, he wants to know. He wants to get on. Yeah. Board. How did so you lost a bunch of weight? I was like three thirty, three thirty five at my biggest, and I'm down to like two two fifty five now. So about eighty pounds Gosh. that I've lost. Since uh, since last summer, by doing what? And I was, we're not doing what? well. Intermittent fasting was what I did for a while, and I'm just not strict about it anymore. But when I was strict about it, it was falling off. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, you're doing twelve to eight was the window you ate. No, twelve to four. Whoa, four Whoa. hours, four hours a day. So just big lunch. What were those meals? I was getting like? after it in those four <laughs> hours. <laughs> did you ever notice? Like, did the day ever get away from you? You're like, oh no, I only have. Yeah, yeah, yeah essentially. And then you're like, well, this day's a wash. Yeah, just you do like podcast in the morning, Golden Corral, twelve to four, show <laughs> at eight. You just work from Golden Corral for I was four hours. Trying to explain how the the fasting windows worked to somebody, and I was like, yeah, so just 
they go, well, how long are you fasting? I go, I'm doing four hours. And they're like, isn't that just the normal gap between meals? They thought I was, yeah. they thought I was saying, like, I fast for four hours at a time. <laughs> yeah, I do it at night when I'm asleep. It's pretty easy. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a big chunk of those 20 hours is you're asleep. You're, it's basically only 12 hours yeah. that you're not eating when you're awake. Yeah. You know? That's a good diet strategy, too, is just always sleeping. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, you're burning calories My when diet you're sleeping. You're not I, eating I, I just sleeping. eat Ambien. Yeah. <laughs> That's Ambien how it doesn't my have that many calories. And, no. you, know, you can't overeat them. Yeah. Because you can't stay awake. You can't eat when your motor functions just don't work. That is true. Although sometimes people do stuff they don't remember when they're on Ambien. So That's you could true. wake up and just all your bags of chips are empty. Right. Or like, you send some very racist tweets. I was going to say... <laughs> Eating chips is like best case scenario. Yeah, that's your best ambient situation. It's like, well, I did something that only affects me. So, yeah. my dad took. I, I've probably told you this. I my dad took an ambient when I was in high school, and he shaved his beard for the first time ever. My mom had really? never seen him without wow. a beard, and he just walked in the kitchen, and had no idea. My mom was screaming, and I was like, "What happened? What happened?" That there was an intruder. Yeah, and he's like, "What? What?" <laughs> he had no idea, and it was because she saw his chin. Didn't like it. And how did you feel about it? Uh, it was funny when I found out. How old were you? Uh, I was in high school. Oh, okay. That's old. I remember when I was very young and my dad shaved his beard and all the kids cried. Yeah. Because it's just, who's this strange man walking in the house? Yep. Mm-hmm. Any, any semblance of, of steadiness is gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? You start crying. Comfort. You don't really know why. There's not like a practical reason you're crying, but you're just like, the guy we knew is not here and he can't, I know. he's not going to be back for a while. I know. That is also when I decided, I saw his face, and I was like, as soon as I can grow a beard, I'm going to have one forever. You need to have one? Because that's not it. Not the move, no. He's already losing his hair. He's like, I got to have a beard. Yeah. Whatever whatever I need to do. Love it. Well, I hope that one day you just show up to the podcast accidentally having shaven your face. Because I, of, I can't imagine. Did he, was he able to remember like the thought he had that made him be like, I should probably shave when no. he was on Ambien? He the last no thing he remembered, he was like, I took an Ambien, I watched a movie, I can't remember what movie, and then he woke up. They just had to start putting that on the warning labels. Might shave. He's like, go ahead and lock up your razors. <laughs> and dads. <laughs> and dads. <laughs> lock up your dads. I mean, he's, he's not sure he did it. Someone could have broke in. Oh, that, that is, is true. a good point. You know? Yeah. Was That's there any evidence of the shavings? Foul play? Yeah. Um, I'm sure there was. Launched an investigation. No way he cleaned perfectly, right? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. No. It gets super tedious. You know what I've been doing? Have you seen these these things? These beard things that you clip up to the mirror? Yep. Yeah. And it catches everything? That's a good time. Have you you do that? Oh yeah. Wait, what? How does it work? You wrap it around your neck, mm-hmm. and then it's just a big like a bib blanket, and you clip that to the mirror. Yeah. And then everything you shave just falls on that. You wrap it up, throw it in the toilet or whatever. Pretty what? ingenious. Toilet? It's not reusable. No, you, you empty you, it out into the toilet. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah throw and it in the toilet. Just, it's like it just that's not how that works. Up, it just ends up getting all over your toilet. You're like, this is not better. Yeah. Than so my my beard looks great, but the plumbing, we got some issues. Oh yeah, <laughs> and you got to buy a new one every time you shave. That's yeah, really, yeah, yeah. it's crazy. They're disposable. I mean, that's the next step is disposable ones. You yeah, know? yeah, flushable. Yeah, dissolvable in water. Do you guys use flushable wipes? Mm-hmm. I do. I don't. I use regular toilet paper. Disgusting. I know. It's hard to go back after that's what you've been doing. Mm-hmm. There, it's not. It's pretty expensive, right? Well, you just the way I do it, and Aaron, you can tell me 
how you do. <laughs> yeah. Is I, I, I was wiping let's just show. Let's just show. I go talk. at it normally, and then you 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 come in at the end with the coupe de gras. Yeah, the closer. The closer. The uh, Mariano Rivera of wiping. <laughs> yeah, this got a lot of saves under his belt. <laughs> But it's not because he was all about the cutter. Oh, there you go. I think that's the real paper you use. The cutter. It's more like Tim Wakefield, the knuckleball. But uh, Um, that's how I do it. Why? So the I remember watching MTV Cribs in high school at some point, and I think it was Mace. It was some old rapper, and they were like, "I just first time I heard about it." It He's like, "If I go to a girl's house and they don't have these." I just leave. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what are those? Not that I was trying to sleep with Mace. You just, leave, what it sounds like. you just leave not wiping? No. He's saying if he goes to a girl's house and they don't have that in their houses and like they don't oh, use it. Oh, I see. Uh-huh. Not talking he wasn't about interested wipes. Anymore. No, no, no. And then I asked my mother to get them for me. And you've been using them ever since? Ever since. Yeah. And even I can withstand all this bad PR about toxic buildup. Yeah. You've seen those. Uh-huh. What are they? What are they called? It's like sewage... Uh, build-ups. I forget the name, but it'll be like <laughs> oh, a because like, of flushing these things sized glob of them because they don't fully disintegrate. Really? Uh huh. Oh, I hope somebody figures that out. And then one day it causes what? But one of my worst traits is that I maybe I'm a sociopath. No empathy. It just like goes to the city gutter. It's not like I have septic. Mm-hmm. So mm. it's not my problem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What do I pay taxes for? Exactly. Other people are doing it. Yeah. Do you do you guys ever? find relief in the the idea that you will not ever have to solve any of the world's problems i yes, feel a yes. tremendous amount of relief in that and when covid hit i realized oh god i can just i this is not me i don't have to fix any of this yeah there mm-hmm. are smarter people doing it i would hate to be one of those guys where something bad happens like a clogged sewer and yeah like, i gotta figure this out because your days you know. are pretty normal Almost always. And then one day, the big thing happens that you're the one that has to fix it. I know. And that's never going to happen for yeah, us. Yeah, it's like Fauci, kind of. Yeah, he was kind of going under the radar. No one really heard of him. And he's like, shoot. Now he's in charge of the <laughs> biggest effort. <laughs> like, yeah. You got to solve it, and you got to take meetings with Donald every day. Yeah. Like, this is going to be brutal. Sorry, sorry to any of our listeners that don't believe in Dr. Fauci. Don't believe in him. A lot of people don't think he's real. <laughs> yeah. It's a big new thing. Yeah. Fauci deniers. Nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Aaron is in town because we've been doing country club shows right. last night and tonight. And uh, it was the richest crowd I've ever performed for last night, I probably, think. Yeah, me too, probably. Do you just know that visually? Like what they're wearing? Everything about it. You drive up the gate. The cars. The architecture, the cars. I go by the smell. The smell? Smelled rich. Smelled rich. rich. Yeah. You know? How, what does it smell like? Lavender. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. There's a whole room time. that was just, it smells like time. Rosemary. Yeah, yeah. A lot of lot of seasoning, ironically. That's rich stuff. That's rich stuff, dude. Smell good in there. It's the nicest building I've ever done comedy in. There's a chandelier, multiple chandeliers right in front of the stage. It almost looks wow. like a chandelier store walking through there. Mm-hmm. So many. I thought you just needed one for a room. They can can I see a photo? You got a photo. I'm sure. Of the club? Yeah, did you not take a picture last night? Oh, of, of us on stage? Yeah, I, I just pictures. want to see yeah. what, what we're looking at. They got, a, they got a sign to hang above the stage that says comedy. Yeah, they converted this room. It's, 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 it's really nice. It's a great comedy club, honestly. Whoa. Yeah. They converted this yeah. room. There's a little picture of me stage. doing comedy. There's some of Aaron if you scroll. 
I love the neon sign that just says comedy. I know. I was like, where'd you guys get this? They go, we just ordered it. That's how rich they, they just bought a sign, like a neon sign for last night. They have a whole room. Did you take a photo of the rug? That was fancy. I think I was... Was that an accident? I don't remember taking that. (laughs) It was not an ambient situation. I think I was uh, trying to fix my camera. I mean, that's a pretty good... Nah, that's not bad. Look at that. Comedy Comedy. Yeah. There's a, one of my favorite Instagram follows is My Hotel Carpet. Do you ever follow this no. guy? No. Oh, I it's, think I've seen that. It's this guy who just travels around for a living, and he just takes pictures of the carpet in his hotel. Neat. And that's it. And it is a fun follow. Does he dude. try to find weird ones, or he's just going to document whatever he's... he's he, wherever he is, and they're all weird. If, and, and now, whenever I'm at a hotel or a place like last night, I'm always looking at the carpet, seeing what they got going on. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> it's funny when you start appreciating different things. Like I just painted, had hired someone to paint my kitchen cabinets twice, and they had to do it twice because I chose the wrong color and didn't realize so it was already done. Um, fun, uh, but now I like notice people's cabinet color. Oh, and I was yeah. like, I've never thought about this. Given it a second guess once in my whole life. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Once you start peeing, like I, I enjoy different types of carpets. You're oh, like, yeah. I'm gonna start checking it I'm out. I'm a carpet guy now. Yeah. I one time checked into a hotel in Gatlinburg with my family. I was a child. And my sister was four years older. She was probably 10. I was six. It looked like the carpet from The Shining. Oh, and man. she made us leave. She was crying and we had really? to leave. Yeah. Wait, how wow. old were you guys when you saw The Shining? Around then. I've always been. What, did, what were the ages? Broken like that. 10 and 6? Mm-hmm. You saw The Shining at age six. I saw a lot of bad things. That explains things. so much about you. Were mm-hmm. you watching it covertly, or was it just the families getting together, popping popcorn, and watching The Shining? It's like, hey, is Barney finished? We actually have a movie we want you to watch. <laughs> <laughs> that is that was like a family movie for us. Wow, just yeah. all, the, all the Stephen King adaptations is what right. you guys watched. My, as kids. You know, my dad gave me a lot of. Not great things. He mm-hmm. definitely gave me an appreciation for good movies. Okay. For That's horror. Yeah. yeah. We were watching Angels in the Outfield, but I guess... I was like the deer hunter. <laughs> <laughs> watching all of it. Yeah. Schindler's List. <laughs> Got yeah. that one out of the way early. I, saw, I did see that early. I really did. It came out, what, 97 or something? I don't know. Probably saw it around then. I'm fine. I'm doing good. I'm you, are doing, good you are doing well. Yeah. Okay, so tell me about the, the show. Did, did y'all crush? Were they, they having great? Because usually, if it's like a, writ, it feels kind of like a stuffy, stuck-up audience to me from the outside. Yeah. But they were having a great time. I was saying this last night. I think that rich people drink the right amount for comedy shows because they all drink, but none of them get at this level. They don't go wild. Right, right, right. Because if they were a problem, they wouldn't be a member of this club. I They're think. playing life at a high level. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I think they've all learned not to get too sloppy drunk. Yeah. Did you feel that? Yeah, but I felt like they were just a great vibe the whole show. It went really well. I think mm-hmm. everybody did well. Aaron destroyed. I was nervous to go after him oh. getting on stage. But um, <laughs> yeah, tonight I'm gonna make. I'm gonna ask him to do way different material. <laughs> okay, I'll try. Wait, are they um, the same people coming tonight? No, no I yeah. hope not. They but unless <laughs> they, they bought tickets not, right? to both nights. It wasn't like a two day comedy festival. Uh, yeah. No, I'll tell you, be the, totally different. The worst show I ever did was in uh, Lafayette. Not Lafayette, Fayetteville, North Carolina. They call it Fayetnam, which is never a good sign. <laughs> Goodness. They call it that? Uh, everybody calls it that. And I think it's because they have a military base there, but also because it's worse than Vietnam. And I was opening for Dusty Slay at a place called The Dog House. The Dog House in Fayetteville, And it's two shows, and they don't clear out the bar between shows. 
Okay. And nobody's buys tickets to this. It's just happening at a bar, and they don't empty the bar out. Oh. So everybody that's at the first show just stays around, and you do a second show. So the second show we just had, we were like, let's just go up there and just like open mic it for whatever. That's what we had to do because it's the same people. There are no new. There were no new people. No, nobody. Yeah, nobody's coming the to the people. show. It's just happening while people are trying to be at a bar. That's a nightmare. And I'm sitting out. I'm <laughs> opening for Dusty Slay, who had, who had just done the Tonight Show. He made his Tonight Show debut the week before. And so I'm sitting outside on this patio, and this old biker woman comes up to me, and she's ripping a cigarette, and she goes, "Is that guy any good in there?" And I go, "Yeah, actually, it was just on the Tonight Show last week." She goes, takes a puff of cigarette, puts it out. She goes, that'll mean nothing. <laughs> and then just walks back in. I go, my <laughs> God, dude. So what would have meant something to you, ma'am? Uh, I don't know. I don't, you know, it's almost like I don't even, like, I understand what she means, but you're like, my God, dude. So anytime I, I, I think about that, just the same people, that would freak me out if those same people came back tonight. Do you ever do a gig where... Like you have to perform for the same audience like twice in the same day, but like, like I've done conferences where like you're gonna do one session in the morning and then you're gonna do another one in the evening. It's all the same people, so you have to come back at night and just wow. be like me again. Yeah, no, I've never done that. Yeah, it's it's the worst. It's not as bad as what you're describing, but it's anytime you're on stage quickly in front of the same people, mm-hmm. it's like all right, you guys already didn't like it when I did my best stuff earlier. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ready for the B set? <laughs> yeah. I've, obviously, it's the worst when you're telling jokes to people who didn't know jokes were happening or wanted to see it. But doing it the same jokes twice to those people, uh-huh. that's the worst I've ever heard, I think. Yeah. But, you know, just be out a few minutes and we're going to come back and just restart it. <laughs> the second time, <laughs> you'll gonna, like it more. If you didn't like this movie the first time, right, we're going to try it again. Why did it? Yeah, it's, it, that's, a, that's the problem of whoever runs the venue, who's just like, why would we do two shows if you guys don't sell tickets to the second show? Yeah, well, nobody respects comedy, and uh, that's what I think. And they won't even take basic steps to... I remember doing a gig, and they asked me afterwards, do you have any notes? Yeah. We'd love to hear it. And I go, oh, I'd love to give you some notes. And I wrote like five paragraphs of stuff. And the main point was like, have people face me. Yeah, <laughs> that is that's a pretty. Just have them looking at me, and they're like, "Well, you know, it's the way these tables are set up." And I'm like, "All right, well, if you don't if you don't want to commit to having the audience face me, then you don't care about this at all." Yeah, yeah. Know? Ugh, how was uh, the Just for Laughs experience for you? It was cool because it was in California, right? It was in L.A. Okay. It was the first year it wasn't in Montreal. So everyone was everyone was saying it's the weirdest year to do it, but it was still cool. Everybody was there. Uh, like Pete Holmes hosted our showcase that night, and uh, it was really really cool. Have you? Uh, you did it in Montreal. Right? In Montreal, it was similar. Pete Holmes hosted ours. Um, I think L.A. probably had some advantages. Like I feel like because most of the people in Montreal come from L.A. That's so true. More industry probably was able to go to. Y'all's, I would think. Well, but. there's also a pandemic going on, so yeah, that true. complicated things. Evens it out, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's so fun. It feels like you're at Comedy Disney World. You're just walking around. There's so many comedians and a lot of famous comedians that you're just like all of a sudden in the same rooms with because yeah. they're all there. Yeah, 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 and it's like it's such a weird feeling. I remember speaking of Dusty. I remember being at one of the parties after, and uh, I was just talking to Dusty, 
And all of a sudden, Mark Marin walks up and goes, hey, Dusty. Oh, my He's God. like, how you been? And then he walked away, and Dusty was just like, hey, remember that time Mark Marin just came up to us and said my name? <laughs> but it was just lots of moments like that where you're like, how do yeah. we get to this weird, like, event? It's so yeah, cool. Yeah, it is wild. Then I flew back and bombed at an open mic. Yeah, of course. Nashville. So right. the, the universe has a way of evening you out. Yeah, yeah. You know? Do you have any of those moments? Those kind of starstruck, what is going on moments? To be honest, I had I haven't even told Nate this, but I had that with Nate when I started doing the podcast with him. He was my favorite comic. Mm-hmm. And then like all of a sudden I'm three feet across the table from him. That was pretty surreal. Yeah. It still is sometimes when I think about it. Right. Um Sometimes Man. when Aaron looks at me, I can feel like he's feeling like that. When Tuning looks at me. 100%. I'm like, how so am I doing a podcast with Andrew? Like, I've been a fan for such a long time. Yeah, I've loved his dad for so long. I've been a big fan of his whole family for a long while. <laughs> I've met uh, Kid Rock, and uh, he comes to he hangs out at Zany's a lot now. Really? He's Bobby. That's how he introduces himself to people. And honestly, sweetheart of a guy. He tips the club. When he's at the club... He'll tip the server like thousands of dollars and stuff like that. So he's, but I'll tell you the craziest one was I, this was years ago. I hosted for Burt Kreischer at Zany's and this guy walks in the green room beforehand and he goes, Hey, how you doing everybody? I'm Scott. And I go, Hey, I'm Aaron. Nice to meet you. And he walks out and Burt Kreischer goes, do you know who that was? I go, no, it was just, he goes, that's Scott Stapp. That's who I thought you were talking about. <laughs> That's Scott Stapp, singer of Creed. So for some context, I, for about a two-year window when I was 10, I ran one of the most popular Creed fan websites in the world. My own prison, it was called. <laughs> and so I used to be obsessed with Creed. And you just never think I'm going to be in this in a world where Scott Stapp comes in the green room. Right. So he's not even in your database of people this could be. And he looks a little different. He didn't have the long hair. Mm-hmm. He had, and and then uh, I didn't get a chance. I would have loved to get a picture with him. It's one of my biggest regrets. Whoa! Is not he? He left before the show ended, so I didn't see him again. When wow. you met him, were you at all like he looks familiar? No, or just it's so far from. Why would this be a place I'd see him? Yeah, yeah. You just don't even think. Oh, the lead singer of Creed's going to walk in here in a second. You know, yeah. so you're, it's just not even on your mind. I met him one time and blacked out and told him he was my hero <laughs> and he was like thank you thank you and we got a photo and that was yeah. it I'm well you a, got I'm a photo musician. i got a photo how do you is it a good pick uh it's pretty good it yeah. happened quick have okay. i i never know what stories i've told him how was your I, what, I don't i think you've told me i don't know if it was on here yeah. but or let's run it back here's the thing i've learned not everyone listens to every single episode that's a good point so, no yeah. one cares we got a lot of new aaron weber fans they're gonna really be overestimate how people care yeah slash listen um I was at an Astros game in Houston uh-huh. and you know posted something from it and I've done Creed jokes content in the past so people yeah. were like Scott Stapp's there I hadn't fallen by the time I was like oh shoot um, was in a, was in a box all right no big deal right. and so I was just tweeting some jokes about it tagging him being stupid you know and then I look over and he's in the box two boxes over wow um, and so we were having a good time I was making it you know a bit online. And then I get a DM from Scott Stapp, and it was his manager. Being like, what suite are you in? I was like, this one. So 10 minutes later, this dude walks in, and he's like, hey, here's uh, 15 tickets to the show tomorrow night. And like, come hang out. Like, Whoa. Whoa. It was nuts. So 15? 15. We had a big group, and it was great. Um, which 
probably means the ticket sales weren't like we're having trouble filling the room. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Um, so no, thank you. <laughs> uh, afterwards, you know, there's two elevators. So everyone just kind of files into these hallways. And we're standing there, and the dude taps me on the shoulder. And he's like, "Hey, do you meet Scott?" I'm like, all right. I just turn around. He's right there with his son. Scott Stapp didn't know anything about this. Oh, the whole really? thing. Yeah, he doesn't run his own Twitter. I don't think. And so he was like, "Who's this? Like, uh, this is whatever dude on Twitter." And so I said that we got a picture, and I'm, he just thought I was a random weird guy. Yeah, which you, you were. It? Yeah, you're my hero. It's like, we, how old are you? <laughs> and then we went to the show and had a, a, a top five fun night of my life. Was it a Creed show or a Scott Stapp show? Scott Stapp acoustic, but it rocked. I mean, he had a. His I didn't know band. that was a thing. I got. I gotta play some videos. Scott Stapp. It was great. Scott, Scott Stapp unplugged. It, it was heavy. They played "What If." Did you, you cry? Know? Be honest. And did you cry at some point? I did cry at one point. You cried. Y'all, you're gonna what these videos. I am unhinged. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's an underrated Creed song, by the way. I cried during... This reminds me of the videos of when the Braves won the World Series of you. (laughs) Your face when you're singing. (laughs) I ascended. Wow. Who's filming you? I don't know. I mean, we had a... It was Colin, who we've had on the podcast, his birthday, so a bunch of friends were out there. So they all knew how big of a deal it was for me to go to a Creed concert. That's amazing, man. Yeah, so there's there's the story. Sorry you regret it so much, and I had that experience. You but. are visibly smaller than you were back then, by the way. Really? Yeah. I'll take that. I don't know if you cut your beard differently, but you look visibly smaller now. Okay. I've lost hair. Maybe is it in the hair? <laughs> <It might have laughs> been, I just saying you look good, man. Thanks. Might have Appreciate been all the hair weight. Yeah. <laughs> I lost weight in my hair. Yeah. Yep. Great. If you I'll could build that. a show, if you could build a dream show. Mm-hmm. Talking music, talking music, comedy, a variety show. You, oh. you get three acts. Who do you book? Dead and alive. Or? We'll do dead and alive. Sure. Okay. That's and them a, at their peak. Them at their peak. Yeah. Not not the wizards years. That's yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. It's like if I said Queen, it's like Freddie Mercury's there. It's like it's like real. Live Aid. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. You don't, you don't say the a word. Um, <laughs> yeah. Come on, dude. It's a family <laughs> show. I don't, oh, that's tough. <laughs> That is tough. What's the uh, what's the big lineup that just dropped this week? Everybody's freaking out about when uh, we were young. Moon Festival. Tower. When we were young. I say the Moon Tower Festival. But I was just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Did you yeah. see that? You saw that lineup. I saw your TikTok about it. I, it, it looked like a fake poster. Is that a real sh- a real it's lineup? Real, right? It's real. The bands are posting about it. And Live Nation has said it's happening, but it still feels like they can't pull that off. Mm-hmm. It's one day. Who's- Sixty bands. <laughs> yeah. Three <laughs> stages. Subtle. Everybody doing half a song. Yeah. That sounds like it might be the end of the world. They're just yeah. like, this is the world's ending tomorrow, so we're just all going to do a also, song. Also, I feel, you know, I don't want to bring this back up, but it's the Las Vegas Fairgrounds where all those people got shot at the uh, uh, Jason Aldean. Al- Alec Baldwin? No. Not the set of yeah. rust. That's different. <laughs> yeah, they're actually going out to the desert to do this. So I like, at first I was like, I got to go to this. And I was like, there's a lot of yeah red flags or yellow flags. Yeah, who here. was the first show after that? That has to be so strange. I don't know. My buddy was there, man. He's playing guitar with a band. Really? Yeah. Still, left his guitar there. Never got it back. Makes yeah. sense. A lot of people left their lives. He there. thought about. Understand? <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> you lose a guitar. A lot of people left a lot more than a guitar. Yeah. Aaron's friend. Yeah, you want to talk about real victims? My buddy. 
It was a Les Paul, dude. It was a nice guitar, too. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, big three. Do you have your big three? No, I haven't been thinking about it at all. <laughs> I would, I would, I'd want to see Led Zeppelin in their Zeppelin in their prime would be unbelievable. Yeah, I feel like I want to do one. Jimi Hendrix would be up there too. Mm-hmm. Gallagher, I don't, I don't want to do two. Gallagher's yeah. closing it. Gallagher out. and then Carrot Top, the headline for sure. I actually want to see Carrot Top. So I heard his show was unbelievable. He's I've a, always heard that too. He people a, make fun of him a lot, but everybody also like respects him deeply. Uh huh. Yeah. And people that know him, his he has a residency in Vegas where he does like six shows a week, every night, and it's apparently just like an unbelievable show. Whoa! That's so I would go check it out. I would yeah. too. Have you seen these old like Tonight Show sets where he's, dude? It's I've so seen, good. I've seen one or two of them. If you get over, I mean, I guess prop comedy used to be pretty popular. So people were familiar, but it looks so silly now. He's just got a trunk of stuff, and he's just like, look at this thing I invented, and pulls it's it It's all out. just chaos and it's silly, It's chaotic, right? dude. Yeah. And, but it's so funny. It's just silly, you know? So I'd have him closing it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'd have the Beatles opening, warming up. Yeah. They'd be, Scott- fine, with, they'd be fine with that. <laughs> yeah, right. We're opening for... <laughs> Scott Stapp <laughs> as the feature act. And yeah. that's Can I a, make him all three and just give him three hours? <laughs> give him yeah, three hours he, he opens with acoustic, then it's the full band, and then it's Creed. Yeah. Scott that trio, closing it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Beatles, Beatles, Zeppelin. I know that's so basic, those two, but well, well they're basic for, for a reason. reason. But it's because yeah. they're the, kind of the right answers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Queen's up there. Seeing Freddie Mercury. Queen, I was going to say Queen. Uh, By the way, this is a private show where you're the only one in the crowd. Oh, okay. I'm not cool. going. That's too weird. <laughs> would it yeah. be? Yeah. It would be. That's uh, a move you could do. I mean, theoretically, some some billionaire could swoop in and buy out every seat to a show mm-hmm. and just sit right there in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, people hire like John Mayer to come play one song at their daughter's wedding. That is true. There's like crazy things like that. Yeah. You just have enough money. You can buy whatever concert you want. For sure. We had Andy Minio on. I don't know if he might have just said this off the record. Well, let's hear it, Aaron. When I'm asking, I was like, like, what's the biggest show? Talked about that. It's like, what's the most you've ever gotten paid for a gig? And he's like, I don't know. Don't talk about it. Oh, really? Like, there's like some guys like party and there's like a couple people. Wow. Yeah. Weird. It's never, yeah, the money never comes from what everyone thinks. It's just those private events. If you can get on that list of like. Yeah, it's like some Saudi oil billionaire. Yeah, they don't have don't, a budget. No. <laughs> they just, whatever you say, quote, they get sent. Yeah, they like, give yeah. you the Dead Sea Scrolls, and you're yeah. like, all right, well, I appreciate it. Who would be the one comedian in his prime or her prime? Uh, <laughs> I would love to just see Lenny Bruce live and see if it was funny to me. Now. Like, I always hear like he, he like revolutionized things, but like if you listen to his stuff now, it's not like uh-huh. it really works. But it would be interesting to see him back then in a room of people that were enjoying it. And there's no real film of it. Right, right, right. In the way that there is George Carlin or Richard Pryor mm-hmm. or any of these other guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pryor's who popped into my head first. Yeah. Yeah. And Just to be prime. in a crowded room, you know. Right, right. Uh, like yeah. at the Apollo or something. I would just crazy, love dude. to experience that. It's hard not to say Mitch Hedberg if you're talking about people that are you can't see anymore. But yeah. you can you can watch see his videos, so it's you know you'd love it. Mm-hmm. But I, w- I would like to see him alive now do a show. I would like to see his <laughs> jokes if he were still alive. Like he comes back now? Yeah, I would like for... My wish is for him to He's come back alive. Or at least a hologram or something. Yeah, yeah. Tupac. And do COVID jokes. Be great. And just hear him tackle COVID. Yeah. I would do Lavelle Crawford. Yeah. That's my... <laughs> you, you guys just, go to that show? <laughs> Lavelle Crawford is the hardest I've ever laughed at a show. 
I, I, was, I saw him at Zany's a month ago when he was there. Did you really? Yeah. What did yeah. you think? Was it was it funny? I left him in a tent. Did minutes you really? Could you not understand him? John and I both. <laughs> we were like, because we heard that. Uh-huh. I saw like Lucy's tweets. Mm-hmm. Man, Could, the, the couple openers. No, I understood everything. Oh, you the couple openers where I was dying. Uh-huh. And then I was like, what, what was it? What, what happened? What did you not like? Honest, I don't know. Man. It's hard to you know pinpoint. Uh-huh. This is a safe place. Just tell the truth. So I I want to reiterate. Obviously, it was ninety percent black audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, openers also black that he tours yeah. with. Sure. You, you got to get out of there, man. Sure. I I want one dude's COVID stuff. I cried. <laughs> you got to get out of there. <laughs> um, so it's not me just being like white and weird in the corner. Uh huh. You know. I don't know. There's. Just it's resonate. one of those things where people were laughing before he said anything. Like, yeah. we're so ready to laugh. Uh, uh-huh. And me not having that towards yeah. him already. He didn't have yeah. a relationship. He didn't really have to earn it. So yeah. he'd just, like, make a face or do his, like, laugh and drop the mic. And people mm-hmm. would, like, die. How's it feel to be on the outside looking in? Uh, now you know what it feels no. like, Aaron. I was a minority in How does it feel to be marginalized for once in your life? <laughs> and that's 45 minutes. Aaron, thanks so much. For- <laughs> wow. That's. Well, uh, I guess we know what guests we're never going to have on the podcast. Yeah, that is not something... Uh, I've never talked about this to anyone because I don't want to be like, oh, he's I, not funny. I totally get it. Yeah. Now you're, and I know you're not even saying that. You're just like, he, he was probably murdering in the rooms. Not for me. And he killed about as hard as I've ever seen anybody killed. I don't know. I was in the right place, right time. I was sitting right in the middle of the crowd. I bought tickets to this. This was early on. And he has a joke that I still think about all the time about about a homeless guy, a homeless guy who would clean people's windshields for money, but he had no arms. <laughs> so he's this, so he's a homeless guy, and he's got a sponge on his forehead with a rubber band, and he has no and he's doing the act out. And if you've seen Lavelle Crawford, he's uh, John Reap called him the triple threat. Because he looks funny, he sounds funny, and he is funny. He's an odd-looking duck. Okay? Yeah, yeah. And so he's doing the act out where he walks up to the car, and he kind of motions to him, and they go, okay. And then he's, he's like, the guy has Windex in his mouth, spits it out, and then just rubs the windshield with his forehead. That's, it's like the most absurd imagery I've ever heard in my life, and I was howling laughing. Um, yeah, that's one when you write it, you don't have to worry. Hey, does anybody else do this? Yeah, I know. Other right? comics telling the harmless <laughs> angle. windshield yeah. cleaner guy. He had another homeless guy whose head was backwards. That was he just. <laughs> <laughs> these are all just characters he's doing, where the guy's head faces the wrong way. He's like, "How's this guy gonna make money? We gonna help people back out of parking spaces?" <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, that's I, stuff. I, those both would have gotten me. Mm-hmm. I think it was just, it was all like... It's because he wasn't doing his homeless people material that you would have liked. It was all like Viagra having sex with my wife oh, jokes. Oh, okay. Fine. Okay. But, he, know, he's evolving. With your wife? He's evolving. With my wife. That's yeah. why I didn't like it. Yeah, that wouldn't have liked it. Don't that. have sex with my wife. <laughs> yeah. Especially not Viagra. <laughs> That's, the, uh, she is Lavelle produces Crawford. the podcast and doesn't want to be having sex. Didn't Lavelle Crawford play Landslide on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Do you remember that episode where they trick D's like depressed so they... Make her, they pay audiences to laugh at her when she does stand-up, so she thinks she's really good. I've seen that episode. I didn't know he was in that. I think he's the comic that she's like opening for at the beginning, and then to show her progression, like he's opening for her. But oh, okay. all his jokes are just about him taking huge craps, and his punchline <laughs> is, Landslide! <laughs> it's a landslide! Yeah. 
And he has Huel for really, breaking. Now I really yeah. hope that's him. The mm-hmm. iconic leg yeah, on the pile of money. Yeah, that is him. Yeah, that's he's built like a martini glass. You know what I mean? He's built like an ice cream cone. <laughs> Dang, <laughs> that's I mean? it. Uh-huh. That's yeah, it. Yeah. I, martini glass too. Yeah, yeah. That's a good. <laughs> it one is Lavelle Crawford's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was worried about that. Also. One of the funniest dudes. Hilarious. Even if Aaron doesn't think so. Yeah. Well, I guess I got to go see him now so we can know for sure if he's funny. You're the tiebreaker. Yeah, it's up to me. You know yeah. what I like about what just happened hmm. is you didn't like something that other people liked and you didn't relish in that fact. Yeah. You were like not mm. excited to talk about it. So many people will love, they think it's so interesting to hate something that's universally liked. Yeah, yeah. And I like that about you. I, I used to be that person, kind of. I, I, you know, you say you listen to bands you don't really care about to right. be different. And like, I'm yeah. not a, I don't like Marvel stuff. Uh-huh. I don't talk about that. Uh-huh. I don't, People love it. Great. Right. I don't yeah. care. You're not making not liking something a part of your no, personality. No, that's part of just not being a piece of trash. You didn't like Black Panther? You didn't like Black Panther or Lavelle? Well, wow. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Connect, I only like Black Panther. Dots. I yeah. liked Into the Spider-Verse and not the other Spider-Man movies, <laughs> yeah. specifically. I like the beginning of Remember the Titans. Yeah. <laughs> Iron Man was cool with, with Ter- Terrence Howard's part. Don Cheadle is a good replacement. That's kind of all I... I don't know. Uh, that's fun. Yikes. Um, I do want to ask... I think doing the tour and kind of living in jail with you for a couple of months, you have so many weird jail. talents. Because hmm. you look like this. You look dumb. You're so smart and talented. Oh. And you're like a graphic designer full-time for a while, right? Uh, or like animator or something. Went, uh, went to Notre like, Dame. Web development stuff like social media, okay. computer stuff. So there's yeah. that. Uh, some of these, you know, churches we'd play. There'd be a piano. We'd walk mm-hmm. into this like classical music being played, and he's just Aaron's over there <laughs> doing his thing. Um, and like politically, it was a weird time. I guess it still is. And we'd talk about stuff, and you're like the smartest dude I've ever known. Oh, that's very nice. And so you're all you're like a Swiss Army man of talents. Are I there? Think, are I there... think I just felt smart relative to who else was there. That's true. That's real. <laughs> That's probably a big part of it. Yeah. Listen to last week's episode if you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> You're having just some cor- correct some opinions on the bus. That's yeah. right. And yeah. John has a very particular set of skills. <laughs> Stand up. Just kidding. Sorry, Mike. Yeah. I love you. Uh, are there? What other? Well, there's got. I know there's some other weird ones tucked away. Of things that I can do. Yeah, some like weird hobbies that you you probably don't talk about. I have weird hobbies. I don't know about skills. Okay. Or interest. Yeah, I collect baseball cards. Okay. Pretty fervently. VHSs. Don't you? DVDs. DVDs. An amazing DVD collection. Yeah, don't don't do me like that. I've been there. I've been to your house. It's, yeah, VHSs. Uh, DVDs and Blu-rays. It's a lot. It's more than anyone needs. Um, So those are like kind of two... I'm not embarrassed by them, but they're not cool hobbies to have, you know? (laughs) The other thing is... You know, because I, we've talked about politics and things in the past. Um, when Pete Buttigieg was, <laughs> you know, coming on the national scene, and I knew he's the mayor of South Bend, or Notre Dame is, oh, I texted yeah. Aaron, I was like, what's the deal with this guy? Like, seems pretty impressive. <laughs> what's pretty up? Nice. And thinking we're going to have one of those conversations, <laughs> and he goes, honestly, one night I got drunk and stole a yard sign with his name on it because I thought it said butt chug. <laughs> I've told so many people that. And that's all we said. And I was like, all right, understood. <laughs> I thought it said Bunch. I mean, it's a funny looking last name. Dude, that, guy, that guy would win. He'd win what? People would vote for Butt Chug. In certain parts of the country. I, I mean, I, whatever part of the country I'm in would get at least butt one chug. vote. 
Peter Buttjug. Yeah. <laughs> it was a tough name to have. That is. Not, he was running for mayor when I was there. So he it was a big deal. And then it was fun to leave and kind of forget about him. And then all of a sudden he's this he's in the national discourse. Yeah. As a presidential candidate. You're like, my God, I remember his yard signs for mayor. You know? Crazy. I'd never seen his whole career, somebody's whole career like that. Yeah. You know? It's like following a baseball player right out of high school. Yeah, you watch their draft yeah you could <laughs> so got a lot of potential south bend's the minor leagues yep you know right single sure. everybody knows you guys start as the mayor of south bend <laughs> then what that's what's the pipeline to president what's the normal progression to president you start as like a baby you're a business leader and then you come you know a senator mm-hmm. or a veteran that was the old school way yeah yeah not so much anymore yeah the last two haven't been mm. but before that it was like everybody Except yeah. Reagan, I'm pretty sure. Reagan was probably the only guy that didn't have. He played. He played, a, he played a soldier in a movie, I think. He did. He also played uh, George Gipp. Wait. <laughs> it was George Gipp. You ever see the old classic Notre Dame football film about Newt Rockney? Ronald Reagan plays George. <laughs> Most names the, you said. Is I don't that know. the win one for the Gipper? You win one for the uh, Gipper. I know that. You've never heard. You've heard that speech, heard right? That. All yeah. I know is that phrase. That's the, the extent of my knowledge. The Gipper is George Gip. Okay, and that was Ronald Reagan. Okay. So that locked in the Catholic. Vote. I thought wow. that was like a because he played a hero of theirs. Yeah, that's amazing. Like, Gimp. Yeah. You thought, you thought it was like a one for the Gimper? Is that what you thought it Kinda. was? Kind of. Like we have our, our team managers has a is crippled, so we're gonna win it for him. For the Gimper. Yeah. I think that's what I thought it was. The Gimper. <laughs> Ronald Reagan on crutches in the corner. All I know is you said you said Gipper, and I was like, mm, that's not right. So something. No, it's not a word that sounds fun to say, for sure. No, it feels like you shouldn't be saying it at all, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's like, I don't want to ride in a plane between these two Gippers. Like, it sounds yeah. racist. <laughs> yeah, let's say it a few more times and then move on. But, like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, thank you. You were very <laughs> yeah. complimentary just now, and I feel it's like true, I, yeah. if I felt out he didn't have that many more skills than you. If knew about. I, uh, if it felt like I was being dismissive, it's because I'm so humble. So <laughs> I'm so uh-huh. humble. That's dude. that's your other skill. That we didn't know about. It's humility. You're just a very fascinating guy. And very thank talented. you, man. And I'm excited. To ha- Am I the closest Aaron in your life, or do you have an Aaron that's closer? Um, you're yeah. the second. Mm-hmm. I think we are now. We text each other a TikTok once a month. <laughs> That's about right. That's it's pretty usually, strong bond. It's yeah. usually a, a wild video in a gas station. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> yeah. I found this video of like every person who's gone famous, who's become famous online for having a weird body deformity. They were all just <laughs> hanging out, and so I, I'm like, text Aaron. I go, how like, how does this happen? How do these people meet? So yeah. he's kind of my inside source. For that world, yeah, you know? influencer marketing. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what. It yeah, is. that video is the dude with the long, super long neck, and, and then there's a dude with the, the eye- wide neck. Yeah, there's the wide neck dude, and uh-huh. then the dude whose eyeballs are outside of his face. <laughs> oh my god! So the, the dude, there's just having a neck off, and the dude with the big eyes looks at the camera. It's just chaos. <laughs> and there's a dude with no chin. It's yeah. like, what's going on in this? It looks room? like a Wait, Ripley's this, Believe It or Not it exploded. Is this a re- a real gathering of people or like a sketch? It's well, I mean. It's these people that got this online fame for having a weird physical thing. You know, let's hang out and make content. They're like the Avengers now. A little bit. They just kind of yeah, get together yeah. and solve stuff. Yep. Yeah. I don't want to brainstorm other names for this. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> we'll yeah, keep yeah. them the Avengers. Yeah, we'll yeah. leave it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. 
Um, all right, that's it. Let's leave. Yeah, let's, <laughs> feels like we really just faded that one out. We really did. But I like it. That was all over the place, which is great. Yeah. Aaron, how can people follow you and support you and just love you the way you love to be loved? And where can yeah. they send DVDs? Oh, dude, DVD. I have yeah. a P.O. box. Don't throw away your DVDs. Just send them to Aaron. I would love it, dude. I've got uh, I've got a lot. Thank you, man. AaronWeberComedy.com. You want to see MySpace his MySpace page. page? Yeah. And it was such a good, subtle plug for that. Just talking about the website. People I don't know like, if it was that it. subtle. I go, hey, pull up my website. <laughs> <laughs> and I apologize for uh, being loud and soft. That's all you having to uh, monitor the well, soundboard. No, there. it's fine. I, I saw you looking at it. But we just don't have three people doing it. You yeah. know what I mean? I got to do <laughs> yeah. double duty over here. Well, I'm a real. If you see me on stage, I'm a real hack. I yell. I shake the mic stand. I dance. The prop comic with the yeah. You hum xylophone. Your- who's who's our Jimi Hendrix? <laughs> Yeah, you should have seen how much Aaron was humping the stool last night. Really? Yeah. I flip the stool upside down, and then I try to sit on it. That's really funny. Yeah, that gets straight up. Gets him every time. Drill a hole in it by the end of the show. (laughs) But yeah, Aaron Weber everywhere. (laughs) Find me. He's my buddies, man. Thank you for having me. And the Nate Land Podcast. Yeah, you don't have to. Uh, What's your email sign-off? What do you put right before your name in an email? Like, thanks. In Christ. (laughs) That's perfect. (laughs) Very Catholic. In college, it was very at Notre Dame. It was very popular to sign it off in Notre Dame. Really? Yeah. What? Which it doesn't even register how lame that is until you're out of it. You know, you're like in Notre Dame. What does Notre Dame mean? Is that a phrase the, or what are the words? I don't Just even like know the grammar in, of it. Like in in the in uh, like in the spirit of Notre Dame or whatever. Uh, in the, yeah. it was very location based. If I was like in Georgia. Yeah, it's always updating like, in Phoenix. Aaron. Man, he's always in Notre Dame. <laughs> in Georgia. <laughs> yeah. uh, I say most affectionately yours. Yeah. Like, imagine That's you, great. Get, you get a message from Andrew about something. He's like, in Auburn, Andrew. And you're like, all right, get home safe, it's I like, guess. Yeah, dude, thanks for letting me know your location. But <laughs> Auburn's not in French. Do you see the difference? Yeah. Yeah. That is true. You're right. Notre right. Dame is our mother. So, in our mother. And the, that makes it worse to me. That makes it worse. I don't, uh, yeah, I forgot. Y'all don't care about Jesus' mom. Yeah, we're she's all just, about it. She's a minor character in our story. <laughs> she's a major player in yeah, ours. She's over. Well, uh, in Notre Dame, thank you so much for being. At the- Cheers. Thanks. Love it. <laughs>